John Fitch here. John Fitch knows nothing. And we uh, we had some fights. We had some fights this weekend. UFC and Canelo Triple G. I didn't watch this Canelo Triple G, though. I didn't watch it. The streams were giving me some guff. And the boys had a school festival thing uh, going on. And I decided that I would rather sit and listen to live music and drink some beer. Let the kids ride rides with the carnies and, and deal with the uh, internet and watch fights. So we went. We went. It was fun. And I uh, made the right decision. I'm fully happy with my decision. Uh, way it sounds, there wasn't a lot of fireworks with the Canelo Triple G fight. It kind of seems that once again, Father Time is undefeated. Yes, I said it. Father Time is undefeated because from the outtakes that I've seen and uh, <clears throat> the fighter that's staying with me right now, Matthew Camillari, uh, they watched it and uh, it sounded like you know, uh, Canelo was just too fast. He would he would counter the big punches, blah, 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 and uh, just outpointing him. Canelo, not Canelo, but Triple G was just a little bit too slow. A little bit too slow. He could not land the big power because he didn't have the speed he once was when he was a younger man. Happens to us all. Father Time is undefeated, my friends. You can You can keep him at bay for a while take care of yourself eat right lift do some hit cardio those things will help i got some programs my gum road check the description and uh you can see that okay. you know else i got you know else i got um shirts i haven't been pushing these much but there's supposed to be a thing you can link that your shirt stuff on spread shirt spread shop whatever to the youtubes so I tried. I don't know if you guys see it. I got to investigate that a little bit more. But I got I got shirts, in case you didn't know. Let's just talk about the shirts for a second. Maybe I'll show it to you. I think I'm going to. Here we go. So we got the shirts. We got some shirts. We got uh, a couple choices on designs. Right? You've got the, uh, the Fitch Smash that I'm wearing at the moment see quite lovely i got the uh this one right here this one the girls one i got that for my uh la lady this is my living room lady now because she's staying with me um in purple and it it looks marvelous you can see a picture of us up on the uh on the gram it looks well and then you got the other um black and white logo too looking good sweatshirts t-shirts mugs and you got the uh, beautiful face this is with the short hair this is when i had the short hair and the uh five o'clock shadow beard maybe i need to do a, a revamped picture with the grizzly adams look get it more up to date and then i also have uh the the tattoo shirt right fit smash with the old gise um kanji on it looking good it's a wonderful wonderful design and i also have yeah i have this pitch mesh design also a lot of different things you can get stickers have stickers you can get my head my face sticker you should just buy a few hundred of those and just put them everywhere yep <clears throat> just put them everywhere just to beautify places just to just to make things a little more pretty you know what I'm saying? People in your neighborhood deserve to look at beautiful things. Well, you know what I do? I, you know, you can uh, you can get my face on a coffee mug. That's a great buy right there. Aaron Clary bought one of those, and you know the mug that wakes you up. That wakes you up in the morning because you see that on your mug when you're drinking coffee. You're gonna get ready. You're gonna get ready for work. You're gonna get ready for life. It's going to happen. The big things are going to happen for you. Maybe you need some intensity when you're on the computer with the mouse pad. Rah, maybe. We all can use 
you don't have to use a little more fish in your life, guys. You can all use a little more fish in your life. I'm telling you. The fights. What would you think of the fights? I wasn't, like, super amped to see many of the fights. Sanhagen's fun to watch. And uh, Chidi and Jikawadi was fighting. It was going to be his, his third UFC fight. Plus, I, I think he had like a Dana White contender series win or something. So it was kind of like three, fourth fight. But yeah, we'll talk about those. We'll talk about them all. And then when we get done with the fights, I have a uh, rebuttal video to make. Um, Tristan Tate, Andrew Tate's brother, uh, had made some comments. They were. They were you know, respectful comments. This isn't a, uh, a beef. This is a gentleman's uh, disagreement. Gentleman's just a disagreement about best about the best um, martial art for self-defense. He uh, made some statements, and he's a very big advocate of boxing. He says boxing, and he'll give the reasons for that. With all due respect, I will counter his, his, his uh, comments, and uh, yeah, like I said, no, no beef, gentlemen's disagreement. With my pinky out, gentlemen. Uh, right, guys. <clears throat> uh, how is everybody doing? Everybody well? I did that. I went to the kids' uh, festival thing, and he did that thing that spins around real fast, and you like, centrifuge and like pins you to the pins you to the wall behind you. I did that one like first. That thing messed me up. I was trying to play tough. <laughs> that messed that messed me up like for like two hours, man. Seriously, I had uh, a little discombobulation in my skull, and my belly was a little off. I think, I think the uh, you know the the blood platelets um, separated from the serum a little bit when I was in that thing. <clears throat> Took me a while to get. Back on track, you know, a couple beers, you know, it's cool. Um, but yeah, guys, oh, all the stuff I was talking about, like the shirts, you see, I got a big yellow, big yellow one, so you can see me from far away. Uh, in the in the links below, in the links below, let's talk about some fights. Okay, we lost the Aspen Lad in the Sarah McCann fight because. Was it lad? Whatever. Yeah, can't make weight. Can't make weight. Needs to get the book, the weight cut Bible. That also, you know, there's links down there in the link tree. You can find that. If any of you are having weight cut issues, the weight cut Bible is out there. You can also book a, um, a consult with me, and I can run you through the meal plan, set you up. You won't have to miss weight anymore. Uh, Nicholas Mata um, had a nice knockout over Van Camp. I think afterwards he was asking for money, talking about all the hardships that he's gone through um, with with fighting to get to that point. And he, these guys just don't understand. A lot of those hardships are because of the, the, the structure of MMA. You know, if he was a young boxing prospect, a promoter would pay for his stuff. He wouldn't have to live the way he lived for so many years. I mean... People just don't don't really understand. They don't get it. They don't get the treatment that uh, a prospect boxer will get compared to a prospect MMA fighter. A prospect MMA fighter is on his own. He's on his own. Promoter uses the fighter to promote himself. Uh, Basharat with the win over Gravely. Robertson. Uh, got the submission. It was a hard fight. Up, uh, Agapova. Agapova was tall, long, and was willing to throw punches from any position she could, she could, which would cause a little bit of her detriment. You know, uh, sometimes when you're you're punching, you're gonna lose position, and I think she eventually wore out a little bit from from being out grappled. Robertson came around with the submission. Um, she took a beating, though. She got lumped up pretty good. She took some some short punches, some elbows. It was not an easy win for her at all. Ogden, uh, so Hoover was a good fight back and forth. Was that? That 
wasn't a split decision one. There was one that was a split decision. Pretty good. Um, look, Boon Me looked pretty good. It's supposed to be a really good tie fighter, and she ended up grappling a little bit. Interesting. Uh, Giles with the decision. And big win, big win by Damon Jackson. A lot of pressure. Nothing but um, utmost respect for someone in those type of conditions that he was going through. Right? He fought uh, Pat Sabatini, got the knockout in the first round. But Jackson's uh, brother died uh, a week ago or so. And that's always crazy, man. It's always crazy because you're, you're in this position where – I mean, there's a lot riding on it. It's not just like the game. Like you have money, you have life, you have your whole life. You know, he's been training for two months for this fight. It's basically like if you had a job and someone in your family died and you you didn't work for two months. Like if he doesn't do this fight, like that's basically what's happening to him. And it's actually probably closer to four months because now, you know, if he uh, – if he pulls out of the fight, he wasted two months training for the fight. He doesn't get paid. He wasted the money he put into training. And then he's got to wait probably another two months or longer to get a fight booked and then train and fight for it. So think about things in those terms. Could you take off four months of your life to mourn a loved one? Like, I don't know anybody that could really, could really do that, no matter how big of a loss it is and how bad you're hurting. You have to feed yourself. You have to feed your people you love around you that are still there. And in some cases, it takes that strong man to be that rock that a lot of the other people need to hold on to. So I get it, man. It's tough. My, uh, you know, when I fought for the World Series title 2016, my dad had a heart attack. He was around that time. And that was hard enough, man. You have to literally separate yourself from your emotions for a while and become a bit of a robot and just get through the stuff you have to do, the work you have to do, because you don't have the option of stepping away. You step away for four months and not work and not make money. And then, it, you know, if it's a big deal for whatever you've been working towards. It might be an opportunity that might not come back again. You just have to compartmentalize it and put it to the side and be like, okay, well, that's awful. That sucks, but I have to deal with this thing right now. That's that's not an easy thing to do, man. It's hard. A lot of people break down in the middle of trying to do that. For him to come through and get the job done, nothing but respect. That's uh it takes a lot, man. Congrats to you, Damon Jackson. Hopefully your brother has a lot of peace. No. Um, this fight was really great. Um, Hernandez and Beirut. I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but Hernandez looked tough, man. He looked really tough. Um, very solid performance. He looked good. Both guys, uh, pretty decent welterweights. Hernandez, though, he got on the wake up Bible. If he followed my weight, weight, uh, weight protocols and meal plans probably fight welterweight he's carrying a little extra fluff he's carrying a little extra fluff you know but sometimes you need the fluff sometimes maybe he's one of those guys who needs that fluff uh at heavyweight we had bowser and uh fiera it was a good fight bowser always comes out hard I say bowser bowser tanner bowser came out hard fast he threw really fast hard punches and almost, it seemed like he almost could have finished uh, Nascimento. But um, Nascimento stuff, man, he looked good. Got the win, picked it up. Uh, Pfeiffer, Joe Pfeiffer, looked really good. Um, really, really good, strong performance. Uh, he's not Russian. Doesn't seem like he's Russian in post fight interview. Doesn't seem like he's rushing off into anything or two bigger fights. He seems like he wants to try to fill out that middleweight frame a little bit more. I can understand that. 
got you got I got I respect the guys who are career oriented, guys who really understand. You know, I have this many fights probably in front of me before I can't do it anymore. I have this many years. These are the altitudes I want to achieve, like plotting an actual plotting path towards that is respectful. Because a lot of guys are just take whatever dumb fight they can and they don't, they're just treading water, man. Whether they're fighting for clout or, or what they think is going to be <clears throat> a fast pass to paydays and riches. Ain't the way. It's not the path, man. It's not the path. It's not the way to go. Uh, Andre Feely wins a decision over uh, LGO. It was an interesting fight, fun fight. But I get, I get, I get distracted a lot with the uh, featherweight fights. And pay attention to other stuff. They don't keep my attention as long. Um, and then man, Chidi looked really good to start. Chidi and Jaquani versus uh, Rodriguez, Gregory Rodriguez. Chidi is such a tough dude, and he's he's been working for a really long time. He's got great stand-up. He's a killer on his feet. But he's got that little bit of um, exhaustion. He gets a little bit tired sometimes. If he can't, if he can't put it on you the right way, so I, like, I, uh, I really thought he was going to get this win. would have been nice. But Rodriguez is tough, man. It's a really durable dude, and it's showing you you can you can be a killer with your stand up. You can do a lot of things right, but if cardio is not there, let's say it'll rug you. Your cardio not being there will rug you because you just can't you just can't keep going. Like big tough guys, Rodriguez was like a lump of clay, you know, just getting popped and hit and need and need and need and didn't really slow him down. <laughs> he just kept coming forward. Uh, he was like a big love blob of clay and then was able to uh, wear out Chidi, get the finish. It was a fun fight, though. Did they get fight of the night? They might have got fight of the night. I think I saw I read that. Okay, we got people in the chat talking about the teats and stuff. We'll, we'll get to that stuff later, guys. Um, you're not wrong, James Y. So it seems like the OC is... UFC pay is based on how many followers they have on social media. Uh, freaking BS and actual fighter being left out. You're, you're not wrong. It really is a popularity contest. Uh, what's going on here? Um, yeah. Vanguard is saying that uh, I heard Canelo got around 40, yeah, 45 million, I think that's all. Uh, this weekend, Dana is stealing from these UFC fighters 100%. Yep, I saw, I saw his, his stomach curdling. It was bad. The uh, uh, Rodriguez's post fight cut photos is what Tyler Durden's saying. He's saying, uh, do you see Rodriguez's post fight cut photos? The vein picture was gruesome. You can kind of see like a purple vein in there. <sighs> Brutal. You want to be a freaking fighter? I don't even know if you can say that you want to be a fighter. You, you want to be a UFC influencer? <laughs> Instagram influencer? That's what it feels like. All right. <clears throat> get into this last one man and we had Corey Sandhagen and Song Yadong and Yadong had pretty good power for his punches um I feel like he needed more kicks wasn't doing a very good job of corralling Sandhagen Sandhagen is sneaky and had some great elbows he was thrown in uh like throwing the jab but like slide it into elbows and just Leading with it was really, really beautiful stuff. 
So he was hitting him from elbows from all over, cut him up bad. That was a really nasty cut. We, we were watching, me and Matthew were watching, and we were both saying, stop the fight at the third round because it was just too deep. It was too deep. It was only going to get worse. It was only going to get really ugly from there. Take your losses. It's, you know, tough luck. It sucks. But he's too good of a fighter. Dong is, Dong is too good of a fighter to throw his career away with a cut that bad. It was ugly. It was ugly. And uh, another big another big elbow, kick, whatever, could have just had meat flapping around. It wasn't, that wasn't something that you want a, a promising star to have to do or have. It's not good. It's not healthy. Okay. All right, man. So, yeah. Check these. So we'll get into this nice little deal. Well, let's see. Let's, uh, let's talk about what's next. Uh, next UFC fight night is Dern versus Jan. And, um... I don't know. Who's fighting? I mean, I know, I know, I know Mackenzie Dern. I'm not that familiar with Yan. Jaunan. Jaunan. Is that it? Yan Jaunan. I'm not really familiar with her. And then, yeah, there's no, there's only one fight on the undercard. Jessica Pena, I know that I think I've seen her fight before. Um, but yeah, this is not a this is not a strong card. This is not a strong card. Oh wow. And I have the next fight after that set up. I don't know if if Google's broken, but these fight cards don't seem complete. They don't look complete. a lot of fights to look forward to in the next i don't you know i'm not am i gonna take the time october 1st oh we got a little break in action huh we got a little break in action until the next um the next big fights yeah the checks i don't even know yeah october 1st we got nothing this weekend maybe that's why those fight cards aren't filled out yet they should be filled out though two months in advance. What's happening? Oh wow. Okay. But I don't know. Unless they add some fights to this card. I might I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully there'll be some bare knuckle or something on because this doesn't I don't want to sit through all these fights. <laughs> I don't know, maybe there'll be a uh uh diamond in the rough somewhere in there, but I don't know, man. I don't I'm not I'm not sure. Uh, Tyler Durden is saying, you think Song is out for a year? No. I'd give that cut some decent time to heal, but it doesn't take that long. Um, yeah, six months at the most, man. You know, maybe take, <clears throat> maybe take six weeks, eight weeks before you take any contact to the head and then protect it a lot. But I don't know, a year, that's way too long just for a cut. I mean, it's fighting. You're going to get cut. Uh, damage was done. The reason to stop the fight was because that cut could have gotten a lot worse. That's, that's kind of what we were getting at. It's like you're gonna, He's going to get that split even worse, and then that thing's never going to heal right. So we're going to be, I don't know, we're going to have to wait for, I don't think there's a Bellator until August 1st either, <clears throat> you know, so we may, we may need a minute to find some fights. One of C, uh, maybe uh, KSW. Did you guys see 
the ADCC photos at all? Did you guys see any of that stuff? Huh? It was a huge arena, huge arena, you know, thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of people there. I would say at least 10,000 people in the crowd, right? At least, maybe more, maybe 20. Yet, they're trying to tell us that grappling and fights don't sell. I need a gif with that with that kid that makes that face. The meme. Uh, there's two of them. There's the one kid and there's the, the one in the back seat and the little girl. Um, it, it's fishy. Fishy. It sounds like nonsense. There's a lot of people there to watch nothing but grappling. It was nothing but grappling. They had a huge event. ADCC is ridiculous. They filled up a stadium, <clears throat> tons of matches, tons of people there to watch joe rogan went to watch it live like there it's it's me it's becoming more mainstream you would say i mean to fill a stadium that big i i'd say that's kind of mainstream uh but you know people hate grappling grappling's boring grappling's not grappling's not fighting it's just nonsense johnny nonsense that's what i'm saying It is. Okay, so let's watch. Uh, let's watch this. I want to show you guys. Um, I didn't even know this existed. I think um, Tristan Tate, Andrew Tate's bro, <clears throat> was on uh, Rich Cooper's show. That's the voices I think I hear in the back. And <clears throat> excuse me. He asked him. Somebody asked in the chat. Somebody asked him straight up, like, what do you think is the best martial art for self-defense? Honest question. And uh, Tristan gave an honest answer. And we've, we've, uh, he says we debated about it. But, I mean, we had a back and forth on, on, on the interwebs, Twitter. And it's a matter of just misunderstanding. I think a lot of people who say those say boxing's better say striking's better all come from the same premise they, they've never studied jiu-jitsu they've never studied grappling they don't understand even what is meant when i say grapple when, when you grapple somebody most of them think primarily right away because uh mostly because they, they don't have any grappling experience they go right to jiu-jitsu and submission stuff on the ground they go to takedowns on the ground you know taking somebody down you know and uh like a wrestling match you hit a double leg and now you're on the ground on top of them trying to pin them that's what a lot of people who don't understand wrestling or don't follow grappling at all um think of when you say grappling it has nothing to do with grappling Right. Well, I mean that's something to me. <laughs> Sorry, but that's something to go. <clears throat> what I'm saying is that's not all there is to grappling. There's a lot more to grappling. Anytime you're in a clinch, anybody who's uh, trained Muay Thai and done Muay Thai clinches and thrown elbows is trained grappling. That's grappling. Clinch work is grappling. If you're hand fighting, head fighting, okay, um, trying to get positions to throw knees, to throw elbows. You're grappling. Congratulations. You're grappling. Okay? You do not have to, have to hit the ground. Your knees do not have to touch the ground in order for you to be grappling. I can hand fight positions. I can neck wrestle. And uh, that's grappling. Okay? But we're going to listen to what he says, and uh, I will reboot what he's saying. See if this might kick off right away. And uh, let's see. Okay, I'm gonna have to start this over because there's no rewind on these stupid shorts. Lucas says, Would you agree with Andrew regarding right. boxing being the best martial art to master for self defense? What you're telling yeah. about self defense yeah. industry? Boxing is the best martial art for self-defense. It is. Don't let anyone tell you jujitsu is. I'm telling you. Everyone talks about jujitsu. 
My, my friend, I had a debate with a guy who Sorry. I super respect, John Fitch, who is a more accomplished fighter than me. And he kept saying jiu-jitsu is good for self-defense. I'm like, my friend, I'm from England. Someone is going to stab you. Okay. This is where one of the misconception is, right? Um, that because... Um, you're going to grapple or use jujitsu, you're on the ground, okay? And first off, yes, people have knives in England. They have knives. And you have to be careful not to get stabbed. But I'll tell you what, if I clinch and I'm controlling you and I'm controlling your wrist and your arms, you're not going to be able to access your weapon. Two, he's also right about some other things. Uh, we'll go into it in a second with, with them having friends okay so i don't need to go to the ground first off i can i can clinch you i can subdue you by tying up your arms in a clinch okay i've done it before i've done it in training we've done knife training okay we uh put the knife in somebody or somebody secretly hides a knife on them we we begin training we have we have objectives and goals to restrain people or win win the fight and somebody will pull the knife we train this okay prepared for it if you can control the wrists and hands elbows if you can uh subdue them with those means takes away the ability of them to use that knife but more importantly if guys have a knife if a guy has a knife and you try to box him you're gonna get stabbed okay <laughs> if you try to box somebody in the street you then then you're just as likely to get stabbed you're just as likely to have somebody use the knife on you this is my argument against boxing in self-defense if you are far enough away to somebody to throw punches at them you are far enough away from that person to leave okay if you're far enough away to throw punches and kicks okay you have enough space in between you to leave there's no reason for you to engage in that fight at all Unless you are pinned and cornered, there's absolutely no reason for you to engage in that fight. Leave. Start creating even more space. As you create the space, look to put something in between you and that person. They start running their mouth. Start circling away. <laughs> put, put a tree in between you and them. Put a car in between you and them. Put a light post in between you and them. Make noise. Try to get other people around you to come and help. Uh, do not engage. Don't. Don't, don't, don't box them. Do not box them. It's not going to go well. Okay? Uh, if you get knocked out, too, what's going to happen then? They'll stab you while you're unconscious. It's, it's not a good idea. You can flee if you can fight. If you can, if you can throw punches, if you can box, you can flee. Okay? If you're forced into a position that you cannot flee, you need to force clinch. You force clinch, you dominate the clinch, you subdue them by uh, tying up the hands or, or putting them on the ground, snapping them down. I'm not gonna hit the ground with them. I'm not gonna hit a double leg. I'm not gonna touch my knee to the ground. I'm gonna snap them to the ground. I want their hands on the ground. I'll trip them so they fall down to the ground. I can, I can fight to a clinch, fight to a two-on-one position, two on, two on one position. Try to, try to get their hand to the mat. If they fight that, I can trip them and push them back the other direction. They fall and roll on their back. I can go to get away. Okay? I'm not clinching. I'm not holding on to him and hugging him and taking him to the ground. I'm not going to shoot a double leg and keep him on the ground. We watched uh, Henzo Gracie. I had a Learn to Fight video with Henzo Gracie in a situation where he was doing jujitsu on the ground. I said very explicitly, that works in that situation because Henzo had two friends with him. He had two guys, at least two guys with him that you could see in the video. Because at one point, the guy he was grappling with had a girlfriend, and she started grabbing Henzo's shirt and pulling on it, right? That, that could have been a problem. That could have been somebody stabbing him, right? So, so he's 100% right in that category. Uh, but you see, Henzo had friends. He knew it was safer. They had two guys to make sure nobody came and, and, and pulled the knife or did something crazy like that. It's still a dangerous situation. But Henzo did not initiate the other guy threw the headlock and they went to the ground because of the other guy Henzo, as quickly as he could to control the situation <clears throat> now 
the uh, the idea that somebody is going to attack you and you need to square up and box with them, I think is just misplaced. I think that's more of a uh, mutual combat, right? Declared mutual combat type situation. Two guys are like, okay, like we don't like each other. We're going to fight each other. We're going to have an argument and fight. And we're going to settle it that way. That's a different scenario. That's a different scenario because it's not, it's not self-defense. It's a fight. It's, it's, it's a fight. It's a, it's an unsanctioned amateur competition. Okay. Uh, unsanctioned, unregulated amateur competition. That's what it is. Two guys. Yeah. We're just going to fight. That's what we're doing. People break the rules in those types of situations, those types of situations. And you get guys who jump in, right? Girlfriends who try to get involved, uh, all kinds of stuff. Guys, maybe start cheating. Maybe you were just going to box. Now the guy's got a knife. He's got a weapon. That's a different scenario. It's a different scenario than self-defense, 100% self-defense. That's still, in my opinion, that's still a level of sport. It's still sport. You're still sports fighting because <clears throat> there's no reason you have to fight that person. You could leave. Okay? Um, one time, I do recommend striking and not forcing clinch and not getting into any type of grappling situation is if there are multiple attackers. If you have two guys, three guys moving towards you, I have another alert to fight video uh, where there's a guy who is confronted and accosted by like a group of like five or six guys. He's walking down the sidewalk in New York and then they start messing with him, hitting him, trying to attack him. He did a great job continuing creating space. He didn't really engage. He, he threw punches every once in a while to back them up because when they got too close, uh, he did a good job of stacking them because that's what you want to do is there's two guys you want to you move your position so that those guys stack up on each other, right? It makes them kind of one person. Uh, in that situation, multiple tacklers, you need to stack, try to get away. If you, if you can't get away, you stack, attack the first guy as hard as you can. Hit him as hard as you can, drop him as hard as you can. Deter everybody else from messing with you, okay? Everybody, if the, the other guy and the other three guys or whatever see that guy drop, there's a good chance they're going to think twice about continuing their attack. So in that situation, yes, but most times, just, just get away. If you can't get away, you, you're probably going to need to force clinch and take control of the situation because if you're just boxing, there's such a high risk of you getting hit and getting knocked out, especially bare-knuckled. You have such a high risk of hitting somebody else with your hand and breaking your hand, and now you're in a self-defense situation with one hand, okay? Dangerous. I have, other, I have other reasons why I say it's better. We'll get to those in a minute. Let's finish uh, his, his comments, okay? Why does it go back and forth? That's so dumb. This is uh, irritating me. There we go. <laughs> Man, that's a long way to get to there. Finish this off. If you try to wrestle somebody, your black belt isn't as good as the blade he's got in his pocket. Stay away from wrestling. I don't like, and I like John Fitch, super cool guy. But when he I am, I have to agree with that. He's one hundred percent right. I am a super cool guy. He he thinks jujitsu is the best like self defense martial art. Act. Now, the reason I say self jujitsu is the best self defense is this. Okay, the reason jujitsu is the best self defense is because it's the safest to practice. It is the easiest for a person to go to five days a week and do hard at 100% and not get hurt, okay? I don't see that. I don't see that with wrestling, right? If we go in and we go 100% five days a week wrestling for an hour or two hours of practice, you're going to get hurt. <laughs> you're going to get hurt a lot. You're going to get beat up. Your neck's going to hurt. Your leg's going to hurt. Things are going to get twisted because wrestling is just – Two hunks of meat slapping into each other, right? And throwing each other down on the ground. It's rough. Same thing with boxing. If you're going to boxing five days a week and sparring 100%, you're going to get some brain damage. You're going to get some whiplash. You're going to get hurt in your neck. You're going to have problems. You're going to have issues. You can't do it. So there is a limitation with how hard you can train 
and how how much pressure you can put yourself under in that situation you're never you're going to have a really hard time putting yourself under the same amount of pressure in a boxing workout as you do in jiu-jitsu every single day another thing you can do with jiu-jitsu is you get to work on scenarios you get to train specific scenarios i can put somebody in mount and make them escape mount for an hour I can, I can put them in side control. I can put them in an arm bar or a triangle and make them fight out of it hard for an hour. You can't, you can't do a lot of that with boxing. It's a little, bit, a little bit limited. I'm not saying it's bad. I think you need a mix of a lot of things. You need a mix. You need mixed martial arts, mixed self-defense. There is no one style other than Fitch Smash that puts it all together. Okay? When you want to learn the best martial art for self-defense, that's it. It's the one. You come here. That's the point. I know. You need some striking. You do. But you need to know how to grapple. You have to know how to clinch. Let's, let's finish this one out. Absolutely no way. Because the world isn't fair. Someone is someone's friend is going to step on your head while you're wrestling with them. Mm. That guy's going to pull a knife and stick it into your lung while you're wrestling with him. No punch. Stay on your feet. Run away. Lucas says, would you agree with Andrew regarding boxing being the best? <clears throat> so he did get that part right. He's 100 percent right. He's saying punch, get away, punch, get away. I, I think that's a mis, uh, misunderstanding of things. Punch, get away is not the same to me as boxing, learning boxing. Um, we're both in agreement. Get away, right? We're both in agreement. Get away. Leave. You don't need to be there. You don't need to fight him. The way we're getting away. Uh, he just wants to hit him once and get away. I'm thinking um, don't hit him at all and get away. And if they pin you in a place where you can't just get away, don't trade with them because who knows who's going to land the punch. Maybe that guy's a really good boxer. Maybe he's way better than you. Maybe he hits harder than you. Maybe he's got a steel chin. Why play? I don't care what kind of chin he's got or how strong he is. If I know how to clinch and I know how to grapple and manipulate him, it doesn't matter. The knife thing is, is true. It's important, and you need to understand that. And understanding the proper way to hand fight and control uh, an opponent, that makes a difference. One of the things that we were learning with the C4C PJJ, which is the police jiu-jitsu uh, uh, seminar that I went to. Um, you know, this is 25. This is a program created by a 25-year uh, Las Vegas police um, officer. Uh, and he's, he started doing jiu-jitsu when he started his police work. Okay, so he's, he's 25 years he's been doing uh, jiu-jitsu. He knows how to grapple. He knows how to wrestle. He's seen this. He's had people pull the knives on him. He is the same uh ideology of me of, of forcing that clinch they're in a little bit different situation because they're trying to make an arrest they don't have to just run and flee they have to engage in the fight but they are still using clinch work the same type of clinch work that i teach the same type of stuff that i use uh they made some really cool um statements about the the, the, the uh collar tie and how they don't like teaching collar ties to guys um in jujitsu, not jujitsu, but in, in the police, because it's a very useful technique. But in order to get good at it, it takes a lot of practice. And a lot of these guys don't have that much time to practice their techniques. They just don't. They're undertrained. They're really undertrained. It's, it's wild. It's wild how, how undertrained these police officers are. So uh, you'll see them be able to, you know, try to control guys. They don't. They don't. They don't want to come here because what happens is a lot of guys is they, they go to the plum choke, but they don't do the plum choke right, and then they're, they're in, in too close. And what happens is now the criminal can reach their tool belt. They can reach the police officer's tool belt. They also have their hands free, so they can reach into their own waistband, and that's where their knives and stuff usually are. So they were getting away from that plum choke that you see in Muay Thai a lot, not because it's a bad technique, because it takes time to master that technique. And most of these guys are not going to learn it in a short period of time. So they're going to end up putting themselves in a bad situation and get hurt. So they don't teach it to them. 
if they want to go to a Muay Thai class and learn how to actually set that plumb choke, you'll have a lot of control on that guy and you'll be able to keep him away from your tool belt. And, um, you know, but he's still going to have access to his own, his own waistband. It's dangerous. It, it, I understand now. I didn't think this through before, but that plumb choke can be bad for, um, for self-defense. It's almost like if you do get there, you've got to rotate them out and get to the outside and get to your frame first. Then, then you can start seeing and have more vision and, and know how to react in case they do start reaching for their belt, waistline, and tools, their little razor blade, wherever they got tucked in their underwear. Um, but yeah, so it's a little gentleman's disagreement. But if you can't flee, you need to control the situation. I can control the situation. I can put that guy's hands on the mat, push him away. If he fights putting his hands on the mat, I'll take him the other way and push him. Either way, I, what I'm doing is I don't want to trade punches. I don't, want to, I don't want to be trading punches with the guy. So if I can't get away, but I'm stuck in a, in a striking range and he's going to hit me, I've got to cover, I've got to force myself into that clinch, and i got to go to work to isolate elbows, isolate his uh, ability to attack um, the waistline and attack and pull a weapon, and I have to – this uh discombobulate right i had to i had to mess up his balance pulling him forward moving around make him move, react to my movement so he can't do what he's doing if i get a good two-on-one control and he's digging for his belt with one hand i can snap him around i can snap him to the ground if he fights that i can push him take him the other direction there's a lot of stuff that i can do as opposed to standing in the pocket and trading punches I'm standing in the pocket and trading punches, there's a good chance I'm going to get hit. If I get hit, maybe I get, maybe I just get grazed in my eye. Now I can't see. Okay. Maybe I hit him hard in the forehead and now my hands broke. Now I'm fighting with one hand. No, sorry. Boxing is not the best martial art for self-defense. It's a necessary component but it's not the best and it's not the only. You also need to know some wrestling. You need to know how to hand fight. You need to know how to hand fight. I don't, I don't care if you have a good double leg or a single leg. That's not important. A double leg and a single leg are not important in self-defense. They're not. Uh, oh, sorry if that hurts anybody's feelings, but they're not. But clinch work, you bet your ass it is. If I can, I can control elbows, if I, can, if I can pass wrists, if I can dig underhooks, that's important. That's what's necessary. That's what's really needed. And then jujitsu is just another element of giving you um, tools to fight with from your back because you may fall down. You may get pushed. You may end up on your back when you don't want to be there. And you need tools to fight. Because boxing ain't going to do shit if you're laying on your back. It's not going to help. Okay? Wrestling's not going to help. Your back arch, you know? We got one move from our back in wrestling, back arch. <laughs> that's not, that's not going to cut it. That's not going to cut it on the street. We're going to need to know how to shrimp. We're going to need to know how to sweep. We need to be able to attack ankles, up kick. There's things that we got to do to be able to fight from our back in case we fall down. That is a reality. That is a harsh reality. So you need it. You need all three. You need all three. So which martial art is the best to learn? None, none of those on their own. You need something that condenses them into something easy to understand and follow and systematic. You guys need to book me for a seminar. I'll show you the way. I had a great class of uh, wrestling today. Got some high school kids. <clears throat> gonna turn them into savages. They're gonna be pulling arms off of people and choking them with them. They tear your arm off and pin you with it, bro. That's what I do with these animals. It's like little little lumps of clay, little clumps of lumps of clay, and I get a I get to infuse that clay with my dark arts and dark magic, and turn them into. Um, Little soldiers, little animals. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun working with these guys. Let me 
come through some of these uh, questions. I know you guys have been active in the chat. I haven't given you much attention because I've been a blowhard, but whatever. Um, Ponit, what's going on? Ponit is an old school shake breaker. Uh, he says, hi, John. Glad to catch one of these streams live. Do you have a link to the video where Tristan comments uh, on your take? Yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll put this in the, in the chat for you in case you want to listen to it. And again, it's just a uh, gentleman's disagreement. But I think, you know, the, the, uh, the Brits, man, they just don't get the wrestling. They don't understand. They just really don't. They just think you should always stand up and hit people. <laughs> but it's okay. But we kind of, we're on the same page. We're on the same page. Get away. Get out of there. You don't know what that guy's got. You don't know who his friend is. You don't know what his friend's got. It's just not worth it. Street fighting is stupid. It's dumb. He, I say it's dumb, and I guarantee you ask him, they're going to say it's dumb. It's not worth it. You're going to get stabbed, you're going to get hurt, or you're going to get sued. They don't want to lose their Bugattis and their McLarens and whatever, knots because they hit some guy who was talking smack. It's just not worth it. Just get out of there. You want to fight? Go to the gym, man. You want to fight? Go to the gym. Yep, simple, hostiles. Again, serious hostiles. That's what SMASH stands for. Simple measures against serious hostiles. And Vanguard is correct here. It's another reason, Vanguard. Jiu-Jitsu is fun. It's fun. Good training partners is key. What's up, Christian? Thanks for stopping by for the live show. Muay Thai and grappling. I cannot... Uh, say no to that. I think that's a good, that's a good thing. But yeah, um, certain aspects. It needs to be more, more streamlined to self defense because uh, it's great. But jujitsu has really gotten to be sport of jujitsu, the sport of jujitsu, which is awesome. I love seeing it. Like um, Gordon loves jujitsu. Did amazing. He's doing some legendary stuff. Looks awesome. Uh, I want to kind of get to see some of these events, start paying more attention to these events. It was a huge arena. I think it's awesome. But at the same time, because there's so much emphasis placed on the sport, there's less emphasis placed on practical self-defense. And a lot of people are going to turn their nose up to the idea of it for self-defense because, you know, some guy is rolling upside down and attacking a leg. And they're like, you're going to get stabbed. <laughs> you're going to get stabbed in the ass. You're going to get gutted <laughs> on the street. So um, that's, why I got, that's why I got my my system, man. I want to just streamline it into self-defense. Yep, 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 yep. Christian is correct here. He says, it's mind-boggling to me that some guys think that training and grappling isn't needed. It's a Donning-Kruger effect. People know so little about fighting and grappling that they don't know how much they don't know about it. They, they just don't know. They're watching something like, why doesn't he just stand up? Why doesn't he just stand up? Why is, why is he on the ground like that? Just stand up. Just get up. <laughs> they, don't, they just don't understand. And until you're put into the position to feel it, it's just impossible for you to understand. Yeah, that, that's part of it. Tyler Sturgeon's a stupid name saying maybe it's a British thing. They did create modern boxing, Marquis of Grand, uh, Queensberry and all that. Yep. Yep. Well, the MMA press room is saying, I never liked the idea of clinching up, grappling of any sort when armed. Too easy to be disarmed or get into a struggle over the weapon distance this is why you need to train weapon retention you have to okay because you don't get to decide on whether or not you're going to you're going to grapple you don't get to decide all the time somebody jumps on you from behind you fall down somebody trips what are you going to do well i don't like doing this we need to stop i need distance they're not going to listen to you <laughs> okay you're in the shit 
You're going to have to make something happen. You got your firearm on, on you. If you don't know how to keep it, if you don't know how to grapple and keep it, you just gave that bad guy a gun. Okay, you need, if you're going to carry a weapon, if you're going to have that on you, whether it's a knife or it's your gun, you need to know how to keep it. You have to. If you do not train weapon retention, fuck you. <laughs> Sorry, but man, you're creating a dangerous situation. And that's not just you, anybody. You're creating a dangerous situation. You know, you need, to, you need to get one of those little blue rubber guns, put it in your belt line, and start grappling with people. And uh, you have your buddy blows a whistle. When he blows the whistle, it's a fight for the gun. Who can get to the gun first, create space, and do damage? Play around with different techniques and different strategies. Maybe you bear hug the guy so he can't reach the gun himself. You take him down, and then you start fighting for the gun. There's all kinds of different ways to do it. And there's all kinds of different uh, strategies. Like you've got to, you've got to take a course, man. Find find some weapon retention stuff out there, guys, if you can. I'm gonna try to get more weapon retention training. I learned a cool, learned a cool one, right? You have the gun. The guy grabs the gun. You you don't fight over the gun because you'll lose it. You take the free hand and you, you underhook the gun. And then you're able to turn your shoulders, and that is going to create the pressure and the torque to rip the gun out of the other guy's hand. It was really cool. I've never seen it before. It was really fast. And when we were doing it as a partner, when, when the guy started doing it, it hurt your wrist. It was hard to hold on to the gun. Like I was trying to put a little, put a little like, mm, sure, you sure this is the technique is going to do it? Mm, sure, I'm not just going to grab it and pull it away and shoot you. <laughs> So I, uh, you know, I was checking to make sure shit worked. It hurt, man. It hurt to try to hold on, because that's this is when you're just doing this. Like you have a lot of strength in your hips. A smaller person can create a lot of torque. Ooh, this is a deep thing. Strikers tire when grappling, and grapplers tire when striking. Not when uh, the grapplers learn how to strike, though, pretty quickly. And they learn how to get that cardio and timing and relax a little bit. I've seen a lot more grapplers learn how to strike well and not get tired than, than people uh, going the other way. One interesting thing um, I was told, which is very interesting, was that, that, that generally out on the street, you're going to get two types of people, two types of people when you get into an exchange. And I, I totally 100% see it now i started watching it through all the fight videos that i watch um that pop up on my timeline and that is that people are either strikers or grabbers they're either gonna they're either gonna throw wild punches at you while you're grappling them or they're gonna grab and hold you and squeeze you as hard as they can it's one of the two they rarely do both if they do both pay attention because they're trained if you can hold on to somebody and hit them at the same time that takes training. You have to train yourself to do that. Most people flip one way or the other. Did he? I don't think he retired. He got cut. They cut retire him after cutting him, just because. I think I think he's a free agent. I think UFC let Jose Aldo go. I think Christian. I think that's what's up. I think they let him go. He costs too much. He costs too much money. He's won too many fights. They can replace him with like. 15, you know, Dana White Contender Series guys for 10 and 10. Mm. Uh, Leo saying Leon Edwards and Padley Pimblett have some of the best Brett ground games right now. They're, they're, not, they're not bad. Um, uh, you know, Edwards is still getting, you know, handled a little bit by Usman up until that knockout. He was struggling a little bit. His takedown teeth bust was better, but he still got a long way to go. Uh, Patty Pimblett, Matt, uh, Matthew actually trains with him. He's he's one of his buddies. So he tells me about those guys. And, um, like all the people in England, man, they need a lot more grappling. They need to put a lot more time into their grappling. They need some coaches, too, that can help more, I think.
Nice. Hayes family saying, my boy needs fitch smash. He's a black belt in karate and wrestles. Wants to box and take judo classes now. That's cool, man. It's a fun journey, man. Martial arts journey. going on sly saying fitch one of my all-time favorites have a great night sir thank you very much yeah man jose aldo and wec and and up until he kind of hurt his foot and and he was amazing until dana started shitting all over him Dana started shitting all over him and then uh he lost the fight to connor he's still pretty dominant i think he lost some of his prestige because the UFC wasn't giving him the love they used to. They, they, you know, they have a lot of power, man. Propaganda. We all know propaganda works. I mean, that's why it's why uh, corporations spend billions of dollars a year on, on marketing. Right? And that's why that's why countries <laughs> spend trillions of dollars a year <laughs> on propaganda to to brainwash the masses into thinking that. The politicians give two shits about them or any of the stuff they're doing is real. It's real, man. Propaganda is real. It works. It works. We're very manipulative, manipul easily manipulated monkeys. Very much so. Well, I think uh, Edward's only chance of winning the rematch is to hire me to teach him how to get up and stop the wrestling. You heard it here. It's the key. It's the key. And make it happen. And the press room says, if UFC wants you to be a star, they can make that happen. Yep. You don't even have to be good. <laughs> you don't even have to beat anybody good. Yep. Aldo is one of the best ever, man. Absolutely. Animal. Absolutely one of the best ever. Vanguard is saying that, uh, yeah, I agree. He lost some prestige in the Connor loss, but Aldo is freaking amazing. I'm glad he chose to be a fighter. Amazing fights. I don't know if he had much of a choice. Didn't he grow up pretty poor in Brazil? <laughs> I think I think fighting might have chose him. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes that's how it works out. It's just it just ended up being a good a good fit for everybody. Yeah, Hall of Famer for sure. It'll be interesting to see if he actually retires or if he uh, goes somewhere else. What if he goes bare knuckle? Jose Aldo, bare knuckle, versus uh, Sam Chai. Are they the same weight? Would you pay to watch that? I think I would. If they're on the same weight, Sam Chai, the, the Muay Thai fighter, he did a bare knuckle event. I think it was the same one. Or is he going to do one? Bacaw did one. I don't know if Sam Chai fought yet, but that would be – That'd be pretty wild. That'd be pretty wild. All right, guys. Um, that'll be the end of the show today. Okay. Make sure, if you guys got a chance, go on over and check out the, uh, the swag. Okay? Go check out the Fitch Smash products. Get yourself a killer tank top, right? Do the Fitch Smash fitness programs. Get jacked. Get some muscles. Get a little muscly. Get a little lumpy, right? Get yourself all lumpy so the girls want to want to feel on your lumps. And get yourself Fitch Smash gear. It's getting cooler outside. It's starting to cool down. It's getting that time of year, fall time. Your girl needs a hoodie to steal. Okay. Be a man. Be a man and make sure you got awesome hoodies to steal. Okay. Life is good, guys. Make sure you're enjoying it. I am. It's a good one. It's a good one. Oh wow. You said it. That's good. Oh, that's not what I meant to do. I meant to do that. Here we go. Chad Mendez versus Jose Aldo in Aaron Knuckles. Who wants to see it? Mm. My violence o meter is going up. 
could be cool. Yep. See the flea says it too. Oh she Mendez Aldo bare knuckle. Mm. Yep, you do. I think every every American household needs one. Matt W says I need a mug with your beard on it, man. The big beard? Should I redo it with the big beard? Maybe I need to take another picture and make another face mug. Thanks for watching, guys. I had fun tonight. You guys are fun. It was great. It was great. I had a great consultation earlier today. The guy bought my uh, fitness package. Got to walk him through that. I even sent him the neck care package, the Fitcho neck package, just uh, as a cherry on top because he was asking about strengthening the neck. And there are some exercises and stretches in there that can help. So I just sent it to him because I'm cool like that guys i'm a lot of fun <laughs> all right guys um thank you very much for watching i had a blast you guys are always fun i've got some uh some cool teaching stuff coming up here in san jose i was offered uh, a spot we're going to negotiate and get things done teaching six classes a week here in, in the uh, silicon valley here in the heart of San Jose. And yeah, I'll get that schedule around. If you're in the Bay, man, it'd be, it'd be good to have you come stop by one of my classes. Hopefully that'll get started here in October or something. That'd be great. I'll let you guys know more about that when uh, I have more info. But thanks for watching. Uh, take care. I'll check y'all later.